to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 263 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. I am your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, it's 2023, man. Yes, and we are in... uh... We are in mid-season form. We are, yeah. No reps, no reps needed around here. Right. We are, we are back. Yeah, we will just ignore the fact that we just did the intro twice. <laughs> uh, yep. Because I had a yep. show clip. From Self-deprecating like, right at the right at the start of the right at the start of the new year. I yeah. had a show clip still on the soundboard from like five episodes ago. Rookies. So good, rookies. So good, yeah. I was, uh, I'm always, whenever you mess up the intro, it's always such a joy on my end of the line because I don't see anything going on, but I hear it all. Right. And, uh, this one with that one was special. That one was, I'll remember that one for a while. That was, uh, good work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't do the Skype thing anymore. We don't do the, do the video. So, um, James no. doesn't get to witness. No, it's. In person. Yeah. There's no visual medium here anymore. It's, uh, yeah. 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 How was, um, Eric, we had our Christmas special. Yes, we did. That was, that was fun. How, how's things been since, uh, you know, we've, we've rolled out, we've rolled through Christmas, we've rolled through the new year and now we're, uh, we're staring the clash right in the face now. Yeah. But, uh, how, how was things? How was things? Not bad. Ready to get back into racing. Uh, kick things off with, uh, Watched uh, the first round of the Supercross, uh, not this past weekend, the weekend before, and then they went and freaking canceled round two because all the rain in California. Um, yeah, and then uh, then you've been hockey. Yes, Ho- lots of hockey. Lots of hockey. I did tune in for because I have a Flow Racing subscription. I got the year subscription, so I tuned in for some of the Chili Bowl stuff. But I didn't really get into it that much this year. Maybe the the lack of star power. I guess I saw Le- Logan CV won it. Um, so good for him. And at least, you know, a, a semi big name gets the win there still. But, um, a lot of, I didn't not watch it because of the driver's poo poo. And I actually wanted to watch it more because of it. I just got too much crap going on, man. And yeah, the, the and main event a, started at 1 AM. Yeah. Didn't do themselves any, Come on. didn't do themselves any favors. There was one wild wreck in Ooh, the preliminaries. It was crazy. That I'm glad that I only saw. Uh, I only saw once and said, "Now nah, I'm not watching that anymore." Yeah, and then that that kid was totally fine. Yeah, was, that was yeah. He's back else, speaking on the podium a few days later. Yeah, it looks like he got punched in the eye, but that was about it. Incredible, um, man. Yeah, I thought uh, I was going to ask you about the chili bowl because i i had the I had the thought, not that I believe this, but uh, <laughs> that that Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell made the chili bowl and killed it all at the same yeah. <laughs> all at the same time. But the racing was still. Um, I've, I've kept up with the highlights and stuff, but I, yeah, just like you, um, if Larson and Bell were there, I probably would have made more of a, an appointment to be there because, you know, they're just so good at what they do there. But I was keeping an eye on Briscoe. There was a couple of guys there. Rico. Um, oh man. Rico got a win in his preliminary night out of freaking nowhere. Went from third to the win. I did watch that feature. That was incredible. Rico, yeah. Rico can wheel. Um, yes, he can. He's always been. Rico, just, it, Rico, a fun, a brew, as they pronounced his name on the news broadcast. A, a brew, that, yes, that yes, a brew. <laughs> well, his uh, he uh, he's uh, in the rowdy family, mm-hmm. so I think he fits the. Uh, he definitely fits the template. I know he's um, he's running the Tony Stewart circle, and 
all those guys for a while. Larson I love Rico, and, man. I wish he was still yeah. in the truck series. I wish that he had made it. He was, yeah. I remember you and I talking about him. This is probably pre pod days, but, um, he was going to the mud summer classic. I, I won't, I will, I refuse to call it the right. Derby. Uh, <laughs> He was going to the Mud Summer Classic, and I was like, "Man, this is this is guy. I've heard a lot about Rico, and he just he had one full season and and dabbled a little bit, but he hasn't been back. But yeah. um, that, was, maybe that's a he was there the that, first year I covered it. So, yep. And uh, you know, we're going to talk about another guy later uh, who's dabbled in the Truck Series and, and yeah. Xfinity Series is making a comeback too. But um, yeah, we'll see. Lots of Eric, <laughs> Eric. We, you know, our our. Our group chat went dormant for a little bit. Yeah. And then the Lions started winning and it, and it reared <laughs> up again. Um, but then we had what, I mean, probably the reason we're potting tonight. We news just, we had news, all sorts of news. So we, we, we I think we both had the instinct of, oh boy, Eric, Eric and James need to get together <laughs> yeah. because you and I, I texted you, you were about to text me. It's like, we pod, we yeah. need to pod. Yeah. yeah I think. It, it, it's really funny. I was I was totally ready to message James yesterday, and in cue this thing up, and I'm like, well, I don't know. I'll give it a little bit, and then James messages me and says, "Let's, uh, I'm ready to pod." It's like, all right, yeah, I'm down. I have the urge. I have the urge to pod. I have the yeah. urge. <laughs> it's yes. funny because I just feel like uh, I don't know. We've been doing this now. This is going to be our. Well, we started the 2017 season, so six years now. Yeah, this will be number uh, six. I'm counting yeah. the counting the album art on my wall. I need to get two printed this year. So that's right. Yeah, so we're going into season number six, and I feel like we just have an internal, like weird cosmic connection. Like, yeah. yes, it's time. <laughs> yeah, it's time. Once the group chat started getting a little bit rowdy, yeah, it was time. Yeah, it was time. Testing started. I mean, they're they're testing out at Circuit of the Americas. Cars are on track. Kyle Busch is cheesing for photos. Yeah. And um, I oh, saw and, a... and playing it up on the old TikTok, man. Him and Sam okay. have the TikTok rolling right now. Yeah, I, I know you're I'm not gonna... on the TikTok universe, but <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to have you keep me in the loop on what's going on. Well, with you the need to see right? now that Twitter's dying. You need to get on TikTok. Well, that's yeah, that's a whole. There's a Twitter... good NASCAR TikTok's not bad. You just have to sift through all the other crap too. Uh, I just can't. It's too much. Did you it's did you watch much. the video I shared today of the guy who was at the RCR simula- simulator? I did. Yes. Oh, that was I sweet, did. man. If you guys haven't yeah. seen it, there's this dude. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he uh, he had some video of the the NASCAR simulator that they use in the shop at RCR. So I didn't realize, and he pointed this out in it, that they are not allowed to have motion simulators. They can only have stationary simulators in the shops. It can um, only be so real. Yeah, but it looks pretty damn real, man. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so. someday um, I've been playing. So I, you know, when we're not potting this time of year, for whatever reason, this time of year I have a little bit of downtime and I get to play NASCAR on the Xbox for yeah. a little bit. Um, and that I've been doing some of that, but NASCAR um, Ignition twenty twenty one. No, 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 that hot mess. Good. Maybe Lord. you can play NASCAR Ignition twenty twenty three. Well, if, if it the, ever comes out, I tell you what, if that source code gets released, yeah, we might hey. get a we might get an indie game. There you That's go. maybe better than what we've uh, what we've had. Can't so get worse. I'll take it. Cannot get any worse than a motorsports game. Although, you know, I I was gonna tell you that I uh, had my first experience with the Nintendo Switch oh, over yeah. Christmas, and uh, my youngest brother, who's for for reference, I'm in my mid thirties. He is nineteen, uh, so there's a there's a gap there. <laughs> um, 
was talking some serious game about how he could beat me in Mario Kart, and then I mm-hmm. I led wire to wire and said, "There, nice. There's your Mario Kart." <laughs> and uh, that was my first experience with the Switch, and so or, and and so I was I was like, "Well, I'm sitting here. The kids are busy with gifts." And I started perusing through the uh, the Nintendo shop. I was like, "Ooh, there's yeah. Rivals." Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And then I put it away. I was like, I was gonna get myself in trouble, so I put it away. <laughs> Rivals but, isn't yeah. bad. I mean, it's I mean, it's heat heat reskin, but I'm good with it. It's a lot better than what we got on the uh, right. on the next gen consoles. So, but don't don't go Goodness. too crazy with the Switch yet, because I think there's a new Switch coming. Maybe they'll be announcing it this year. So we'll see. Well, Eric, you know I like to be uh, three generations that is of technology true. behind of, of everything. So that is true. Yeah, you probably should go out, run out and get a Switch right now. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Somebody was making fun of me for my iPhone the other day, and I was like, you know what? It works. What generation iPhone are you on, James? Oh, I think it's the 7. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, it's bad. I'm on the 14, man. I'm twice <laughs> twice the iPhones ahead of you. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. That is crazy. Yep. You are the lions, and I am the bears. You've doubled me up. You know, I can't even argue, James. You can you can take your <laughs> shots, man. It's yes. it's deserved. Um but hey, well, man, when we when we draft the first round draft pick, first first draft pick next year, and suddenly turn things around and come stopping after the Lions, we'll be golden, man. The the, the fact that you're saying we have to stop after the Lions yeah. is, is hey, at funny. least at least oh. we didn't miss three extra points in a game. Um, Yesterday that was four, <laughs> four. He missed four. four. Yes. God, I didn't watch it. I just saw. I saw oh Peyton God. and Eli giving him crap on. Um. I, I well, I tuned in. So I tuned in to watch Man Campbell uh, on Monday Night Football. Or well, yeah, it was Monday Night Football. Yep. And uh, and then I'm like watching the game. Like, boy, Tom plays is playing like crap. Boy, this team sucks. <laughs> but it's Tom Brady, and he's missing. And this guy's missing all these kicks. I can't, I can't turn it off. And then finally I was like, okay, it's finally over. I gotta, I gotta go to bed. That's the power of TV, man. I can't, I can't, I can't quit the man. That's the new Lions quarterback next year, man. Lions no, are gonna bring him no, in. No, 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 Yeah, they are. You know, two years ago I would have said yes, but <laughs> I, yeah, we got a good thing going in Detroit and I'm, I am for the first time looking forward to a Lions season. It's been it has been a long, long time since I've been fired up. Probably since we worked together at the newspaper. Yeah, I haven't been. I haven't been fired up in a in a while. I have been uh, trying not to trying not to let them hurt me for so long. Well, that I, I'm I'm ready to be hurt again. You know, James. Seeing as we're talking about off season excursions and uh, NFL football, I did get to go and watch the Lions and the Bears. Play. You did. I was jealous. That was, that was the worst game ever in the history of the universe. It was really great for about, (laughs) I don't know, one drive while the bears scored the uh, opening drive touchdown. And then it sucked from there forward. (laughs) Well, I told, I told you what to do. Didn't I, didn't I I tell you? I don't remember. You had the bears gear on, but you should have come with lions gear underneath and you could just peeled it off. I did. They did hand out, we were in the end zone and they did hand out these really nice lions grit um, scarves. Um, man, oh, those, it was the most, that was the best toilet paper I've ever used in my life. It was awesome. <laughs> Great stuff. Did you get yelled at by Detroit fans? Like I've been yelled at by Detroit oh, fans I got, before? I got crap. I got crap from people. There were, oh, good. there were Bears good. fans around me, so it was okay. Um, and I debated, yes. like, I'm not diehard Bears, especially not right now. I like to give everybody crap. It's really fun to cheer against the Lions, but I don't care that much. And I, I debated wearing Lions stuff because I really did want the Lions to win because I want to see the Lions make the playoffs. 
But I'm like, man, I've waited 10 years to watch the Bears play in person. I'm wearing my Bears stuff, even if they are going to suck. And they sucked. Yes. I mean, they really did suck terribly. Well, you did your job. You got the first pick. So Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I have a – I used to, back when I rooted for the Lakers before LeBron came – um that's right over yeah. I, I forgot was, you've got plenty of experience as an, as an away oh fan. my god well the the lakers lost an overtime oh. game at the palace and walking out to my car was i i got screamed at to go back to bloomfield hills oh man i got called all sorts of names <laughs> and uh i kind of wore that with pride for a while it's yeah. pr- it probably cheering for the lakers has caused me a lot of joy but a lot of hurt at the hands of the pistons so yeah dude i love um, probably why i am the way i am so <laughs> i love going and cheering for the away team i mean it's fun it's, it's oh, way more too. fun than cheering for the home it, yeah. team yeah it's fun to be the uh it's fun to be on the other side of things from although i the weird thing about me is i love all you know detroit sport i've grown up rooting all detroit sports except for basketball yeah and then of course the uh the pistons beat the lakers in the finals and that that one that one hurt. Yeah, I try to shaped I, me for the. I try to I stick with the Bears thing just so nobody gives me too much crap for bandwagon jumping. But I don't care that much. Like I said, most of the reason I cheer for him is just to get everybody else riled up because it's fun. That's fine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. And I've been like I said with with uh, with with most things I have been very critical. Yeah. But um, but man, Campbell, I'm telling you, I I said some stuff on this podcast not that long ago and i'm taking it all back because he i think he's, he's the he's the guy man showed something he's maybe he's the, he's the he, dude literally it's on the locker on the, on the I door right yeah yeah i didn't believe that a rah-rah guy could actually rah-rah a team like that and my god he yeah. he pulled it off yeah i'm an idiot so there yeah you go yeah, well, that's and that's enough football, I think. As long as they don't start the season six and one or one and six again, um, we'll be good. Yes, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Believe it or not, there is NASCAR and stock car news to talk about, and as a matter of fact, we'll talk. We're going to talk non NASCAR to start things off because we got SRX news, which it's not really news anymore, James, because we recorded the podcast uh, last time, the last episode uh, before the holidays, yep. and you made a prediction on that podcast that Berlin Raceway was going to be a uh, host for one of the SRX races. And damn it if it didn't come true. <laughs> the next day. Yeah, the yeah. next, literally the next day, we got our schedule for the 2023 SRX season. Uh, Stafford don't Mo- ask me. Go ahead. Don't ask me to do any predictions again, though. <laughs> right. I, I don't think I could ever. Clairvoyant Jim can't do that every every episode. So. Stafford Motor Speedway returns for its third straight season, which is great. Uh, Eldora Speedway yeah, is back again. Um, but we get uh, we get Berlin Raceway August 3rd, round four. Of the SRX series, Thunder Road Speed Bowl is round two. Motor Mile Speedway on July 27th. Uh, Lucas Oil Speedway will wrap things up on August 17th. Um, and then we got news today uh, that Kevin Harvick is going to race the SRX series at Stafford in Berlin. So you get to see old Harv in Michigan racing uh, SRX. Yep, and Eric and I have already said, "Oh, we're going. We're going. We're going. We'll be there. We'll be there whether we're, we're there as media or fans, but the hope is to be there as media, James, and rubbing elbows God dang with all it, the it big would be wins. So much... <sighs> Eric, you know, in a perfect world, we would hit Berlin, MIS, and Eldora yeah. all in one swoop. Could do it, man. But, uh, <laughs> hey, unfortunately, I we, probably won't be able to, but uh, I would love to. We could do it. We could do it. <laughs> I'm going to tell my family, you go to you go camping by yourself. There you go, right? Year. 
during the... that's the only problem with this is i wish i wish everything was a week earlier but i'm gonna make berlin berlin i'm yeah. gonna make this is a bad year because so... there's all kinds of stuff that i want to hit um so i'm i'm planning on doing the summer atlanta race um of course i gotta get some stuff ironed out with credentials there and then i'm hoping to do the bristol night race too this year so um yeah and then there's the there's that million dollar sprint car race at eldora that i wanted to go to but that's right around the atlanta weekend and then srx and then the well, if you the, go to that bristol race you get uh you get to rub elbows with dale jr He'll yeah be racing uh, that is true Xfinity series that weekend so and then cool. uh then um the indy cars are racing in the on the streets in detroit this year too i was gonna try and get that's down right. there for that yeah. so man it's 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 a oh year and then Junior, I don't know if he'd announced it previously or not, but on uh, on Dirty Mo Live today, uh, they were talking about the Denny Hamlin podcast, which I think is it might is it in the notes? It's not in the notes, but um, we might as well talk about that. Denny Hamlin starting a podcast on Dirty Mo. Uh, Junior he's said he's our space. He's going to be racing in his series, the Cars Tour, uh, at North Wilkesboro again in the Sundrop car once again for All Star Weekend. So excellent, yeah. Yeah, I'm pumped about that. Yeah, that's that's a pretty cool deal. So it was uh, Junior Harvick, uh, Justin Marks, and was there a fourth uh, who bought into the car series? Yeah, Jeff Burton. Jeff Burton, thank yeah, you. The mayor. The mayor. Man. Can't forget Good the mayor. Boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, that's cool that they're going to invest in short track racing. There's a lot yeah. of, uh, you know, with, with Stewart doing SRX and then the car series, and then you've got Kyle Larson kind of trying to reinvent um, – some primetime dirt track racing, uh, pretty cool, like investment from some of the big guys. Well, you've got, um, you've got NASCAR you know, drivers that are, to. that are trying to set up their legacies right now. And, and, you know, you can even include Denny Hamlin with 2311 in there. You know, I mean, these guys are trying to set up and I, obviously Harvick is going to be, um, retiring at the end of the season. Um, which that's not the notes either, James. Where, what the heck were you doing this weekend or today when you were Did putting I these put notes Harvick together? Did I put Harvick on the notes? I see it. You have, him at, you have him racing SRX. That's more important than him retiring at the end of the that 2023 season. Um, but, well, we already knew he was <laughs> So, you know, we I were going to talk about it regardless. He's going to potentially be setting up his legacy as well, you know, probably moving to the Fox booth. Um, so, yeah, we're getting to see uh, a little bit of what all these drivers are going to start. Oh, yeah, now it's in the notes because you're typing it in as there we you speak. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so but uh there, we gotta have it for the record right you don't like it you don't like it when i type while you're talking because it really messes you up yeah i, have, I try to read it <laughs> um so yeah so it's kind of cool to see like you said the, these guys investing in different areas of of motorsports in general um setting the, their legacy a little bit and uh and helping keep i mean the cars tour thing juniors you know a huge proponent of the car series um and to see him put his money where his mouth is and invest in that series um, and make sure that it's healthy. And that's awesome. Yeah. And, and, you know, that series has kind of dwindled a little bit over the years. It used to be the Hooters Pro Cup series. Um, it's yep. kind of stalled a little bit, but still has some popularity. Junior's been racing in it, um, or he's had a team in it for a while. But Josh uh, Berry. Yeah. Big name. Yeah, Josh Berry came out of there. So, um, You know, Eric, one of the things I thought of for this, for Harvick, is not only is it a legacy play for him as a businessman, uh, also gives him a nice little, uh, he, he's got <laughs> a few years here to build that series up for when Keelan is ready to get into big stock cars. I don't know, man. Uh, Keelan was already cars. getting fitted in the F1 car over at Haas. Uh, he's yeah. He's got Keelan racing all over the world right now. So I, I don't, don't know feel like Keelan's going to be racing. Gonna be. The, I don't feel like Keelan's going to be racing ovals. I could be wrong. I don't know. 
Kevin wants him in different, many different disciplines. So yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, and the legacy for Keelan is, yeah, I mean, it would be NASCAR, right? But there's a lot of ties there for him to take a different avenue. So who knows? Who knows yeah. what they're going to do? Old Uncle Smoke's got, I mean, the, maybe uh, he's the, got the F1 ties, so. Yeah, maybe he's, you know, we may, you know I, I thought, you know, 15 years from now, we're going to be seeing Harvick and Bush and Logano, you know, right. also, and maybe a Gordon in there, um, all racing each other in, uh, in the Cup Series again, but maybe... Maybe some of these kids are going to, you know, F1's getting pretty big. So maybe Keelan yeah. wants to, you know, be that great American racer we've never had over there. So, or since Mario anyway. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, speaking of open wheel guys, James, Kyle Larson's going to race the Indy 500. Yeah. In 2024 <laughs> Indy 500. I was, because um, I messaged you guys as soon as I saw it. Yeah. And I don't want to say I was surprised. Um, I'm surprised they announced it so early, but you know, the more I've read about it, the more I think about it, it makes total sense. They are going to put a year and a half into making a program that he can go there to win. He doesn't want to go in there and, and just make laps. He's going to try to win this dang, dang thing. I mean, it's Kyle and, Larson. Uh, McLaren do you, do you expect the... anything different than he's, he's going to win That's it, right. right? Well, he's going to give it a dang good run. It's I Kyle think. Larson, I, you man, know. young money. He's going to win this sucker. I, he, he. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I don't know. It's it's tough because it's so hard. Great drivers. I mean, Jimmy yeah. Johnson had a good run last year, and, and we saw Kurt Busch have a good run. I, I think Kyle will will eventually have a good run in the 500 at some point in the future, probably in, in this race. I would I would think Kyle Busch is gunning for the 2024 Indy 500 as well. So you would think so. He, he wants the, to the do it. The longer he goes before he does it, the the less chance it's going to be that he's actually going to do it. You know, Kyle's Yeah. It's funny we're talking about Kyle getting old, but he's, you know, he's starting to get there that the the opportunities are going to dry up in that series if he doesn't get it done. Yeah, I think he's been close, so I think he'll, yeah. I think he'll. And now that he's, you know, Chevy affiliated too, I think that gives him a little more opportunity. Well, Chevy affiliated, you know, RCR is already in on that deal and stuff, so yeah, I think uh, yep, I absolutely. think the path's probably clear. It's just a matter of sponsorship at this point. And uh, obviously, they're not having any trouble picking up sponsorship for him right now. No, they keep they're, adding they're sponsors. Not, <laughs> yeah, picking them up and knocking them down. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But, but this also is interesting because Rick Hendrick will be a presence with this team. Yeah. Um. Car will be sponsored by Hendrick Cars, and then Rick Hendrick's got some ownership stake in uh, in what this car is going to become. So very cool. Uh, I'm very excited to see Kyle Larson run the Indianapolis 500. I just think he's one of the best wheelmen in the entire world. And, oh yeah, you know, I, I love that NASCAR and IndyCar kind of embracing the uh, the double a little bit more now. You know, it's a lot easier than it used to be, and, and hopefully, uh, hopefully Kyle will have a good showing. I want to see more guys do it. I, I I'm I'm excited about it, regardless of who it is. I'm excited about tr- somebody trying it again. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. always yeah, so much more interesting. When you have that stake in both races, you know. Yeah, I want to see somebody. You know, not to say that Tony has the record, but somebody to win one of the races. You yeah. know, what what did Tony get fourth and sixth or sixth and fourth or something like that? Yeah. Um, and, and ran all the laps. That's he's the only one who's ever done it. And I just think nowadays, it can be done. Right. Like, it can it can be done. Uh, we we could see. I mean, Jimmy Johnson is has not ruled out the twenty twenty three Indy five hundred yet. So. Yeah. Would he run the double? I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yep, absolutely. Um, speaking of guys out of their element, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. Check. I'm excited about. I'm real excited about this one. I don't know about you. 
the, they're a failed uh, Xfinity Series driver is going to try to run the Daytona 500 uh, this year. Uh, Travis Pastrana going to try to qualify <laughs> for 2311. Uh, running a 67 yep. car, we found out today. Um, I, yep. I give I give Travis a hard time. Travis, I love Travis, I, and I wish he would have made it in, the, in NASCAR for sure. Um, probably, man, people. man, probably a little out on a limb to make this race. I mean, what are there four slots that you can get in? Two slots? Yeah, two it's slots, gonna be four tight. slots. It's gonna be. I think it's four. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I'd like to see the car count go up, honestly, but it's right. tough because it's still kind of fun that those spots really matter. Well, and, in the week, so and with the car counts, if if the if you add more cars to the field, <clears throat> you hurt the prize money too. So, right, exactly. But uh, my dog's losing in the background. I'm sure you can hear. Yeah, but <laughs> but I was gonna say, you know, Travis has has had been on the record years ago saying that someday he wants to run the Daytona 500, um, and a lot of people were thinking that Carl Edwards was coming out of retirement and all this other stuff, and nope, it was. It was Travis put a sponsorship deal together and he wants to come and have a good time. I uh, am very much looking forward to, uh, to Travis. He's just such a wildly different personality from what we're used to. Um, You know, a lot lot of NASCAR drivers are fan friendly, but I don't know if anybody's as fan friendly as Travis. You know what I mean? He's yeah, no, I agree with you. uh, The other thing is too, is like, I totally envy that guy because Travis could have been really great at something, but he's chosen to be, to do everything. Really good at everything. I mean, he has, <laughs> yeah, he has done yeah. everything he's wanted to do. I mean, just he's incredible. He's racing cigarette stuff. boats right now. Yeah. That's I what mean, he's been doing. This yeah. guy, I mean, he could have been a supercross champion, but decided to go and do freestyle motocross and make a career in that. I mean, he's had so many careers between that and rally racing. Yeah. And he was a NASCAR driver for a while. He's just—it's incredible the stuff he's done, and, and I think he's living the dream, man. Well, I mean, yeah. plus he's got a lot of broken bones to to say to you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think I think though for him, freestyle motocross is probably his legacy. Oh yeah, he's he he was the guy to take it to the next level. Definitely, you know he. I think well, he was probably, I will say you know, that him no- him and Brian Deegan, honestly, yes. and, and those yep. two—it's funny because yep. they were such rivals. And they hated yep. each other, but they didn't hate each other. They both knew what they were doing. That rivalry that they had in freestyle motocross made that sport what it was. But yeah, but Pastrana played a huge role in it because Pastrana was marketable versus Deegan, who was the yes. bad guy that nobody wanted to sponsor. Well, you had a good versus evil type of thing. There's a great documentary about them. I can't remember what the dang name of it is, but if, if you Google Brian Deegan, Travis Pastrana motocross documentary, it'll, it'll pop up somewhere. I, I've watched it. It's very good. Yeah. Um, there was there was a time where the meta militia would, would would talk about maybe bringing Travis under their arm, but he was such a he he was just not the mold. Like yeah. he was such a clean cut kid. He looked like he was from suburbia, and you <laughs> he, know would he never, could never make that the... he could never make that heel turn. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> like he would. Yeah, he he was, but he's fearless, absolutely yeah. fearless. Yeah, um, and, and super skilled uh, on the bike. But yeah, and then he you know he transitioned into rally, and he was really good at that. Won a lot. Won a lot of rally races and mm-hmm. um, X Games some, gold some and multiple too. disciplines. Yeah, I mean, rally. Incredible. Yeah, that's another thing he was the pioneer of. Is ra- yeah. that it, what is it? That super rally car, uh, rally cross, super rally cross. Yeah, rally. You know, in, inside the stadiums. Heck, yep. I remember them racing at Bristol. Yep. In uh, for rally cross. So yeah, he's man. What a 
what a life yeah <laughs> he lived his way man you know that's for sure yeah that's for sure definitely yeah, um, i'm excited my, now he's racing for michael jordan yeah how about that <laughs> right that's incredible incredible i mean i hope he makes it but i it's just that's a steep hill to climb man even in a 2311 car it's a steep hill to climb to get yeah, in one of those coveted spots in the 500 not but gonna be easy raced, uh, he raced in the truck series in 2020 that's the last i think the last time he's raced uh yeah. in nascar so i mean he's been out as long as jimmy johnson has but uh, two two different career resumes. A little different there. And, well, I mean, that's something to note, too, James, is that not only is he trying to get into the Daytona 500 for one of those few spots, but he is going to be racing Jimmy Johnson for that spot yes. or one of those spots in the Daytona 500. One of his 500. heroes, yeah. Because Jimmy Johnson is – and, by the way, I, I called it. I don't know if I called it on the podcast, but I called it. Jimmy Johnson's going to drive the 84 car um, in the Daytona 500. Yes. Um, and uh, – He's going to race for the Nelly, uh, according to James's notes, or the newly named um, nah, Leg- newly. Legacy Motor Club. <laughs> and and Jimmy says, apparently, James has in the notes, Jimmy says you have to use all caps when you um, spell that out. Yes, I saw that on Twitter. Or okay. Legacy MC. Okay. Not just Legacy. Let's yeah. talk about Legacy Motor Club, because you and I are both fans of this name, but a lot of people are not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are mad that Petty's not in it, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, Petty but, isn't I mean, it? It's legacy for God's sakes. I mean, Petty's part of the I mean, legacy. It's Jimmy and, and Richard. I, I mean, it's two seven-time champs. I and, don't, and how much owner stake uh, does? Of course, the Gallagher family. How much owner stake, ownership stake does Richard Petty have in this organization anymore? Pretty I don't much think was just he, the name. On, on yeah, honestly, I don't think Richard has any ownership. I think he's an ambassador. I don't think he. Yeah. I, I think, don't think he has any any stake anymore, yeah. other than the forty-three car being in there, but. Yeah. People know what the 43 car is. I don't, I'm not worried about it. Nope. No. And I like the legacy motor. It hasn't been Petty Enterprises for 20 years. Yeah. It's been 20 years since we've had Petty Enterprises. It's, it's been a, it's been a front to someone else as an owner ever since. It's not that, not any different than it is now. Right. The 43 is not going anywhere. I like the name. It's very non NASCAR, which I, I like that fact. Um, it does feel a little out of place, but it's okay. I like it. Yeah, it's it's almost like soccer, you know. Yeah. It's I, I I think that they're calling it Legacy Motor Club is a bigger play than just NASCAR. They're going to be doing other things, I think. Right, too. I agree. Um, it, it gives them a lot of avenues to branch out and to try other stuff. I mean, Trackhouse is doing the same thing. Yep. It's not track. It's not Trackhouse Motorsports or Trackhouse Racing. It's just Trackhouse. Yep. So we've got Legacy Motor Club. Fine. Absolutely. 100%. I think this is a lot of what you're going to see uh, going forward with NASCAR ownership. It's not just going to be branding, NASCAR. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's just branding. Yep. Um, new ARCA driver this season, James, going to attempt to make the Daytona race. Frankie Munez, and I pronounced his name correctly, so you don't get to laugh at me. You got it. I got it. You got it. Um, and interestingly enough, so the main reason I in- included this in here is not only is he making his start uh, in the ARCA series at Daytona, uh, but he is also driving the same car that Sterling Marlin raced in the 2001 Daytona 500. Um, CGR 005 is the chassis number. Um, Sterling Marlin actually raced this in multiple restrictor plate races, including the famous 2002 uh, Fender Pole um, Daytona 500, where he wrecked Gordon on the front stretch and then had to try to pull the Fender out on the back stretch and lost that race. Um, and, and beyond that, they raced it, uh, and then it was sold to ARCA teams, and it's run uh, a few ARCA races and uh, restrictor plate tra- tracks in the past. And now, Frankie Muniz gets to make his start in that car. Um, there's a He's there, there's a, for a title. <laughs> yeah, 
There's a link in the show notes to NASCAR Man History. They did a he did a um, a history lesson on this car back prior to the 2021 uh, Daytona race. It's really interesting, so definitely worth checking out. So check that out if uh, you want to check out the show notes. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see that this car that is you know from 2001 and actually from 99 was when it was built um, is still around, still racing. It's crazy. Yeah, and it was. I mean, the two two iconic Daytona 500 moments, yeah. obviously, it's been involved in. Uh, Frankie was on a podcast saying that, and, and there's a picture of him yes. in the pace car with this car in the background. Yeah, he was the pace uh, car driver is, in 2001. Is, yeah, and he was um, famously the last, one of, one of the last people to ever talk to Dale Earnhardt yep. before he got in the car. Yep. Uh, but also, I thought the other interesting part of this was he was telling a story about how he Ken Schrader and his people had given him an M&M's jacket and yeah. it was autographed by Sterling Marlin, <laughs> Ken Schrader and Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. Um, all the three individuals who were involved in that uh, infamous wreck. It's very eerie, I guess. Um, but maybe, maybe explains a lot about why racing has always been such a big part of Frankie's, you know, um, I guess he says this is where he's meant to be. So yeah. He said he was a huge I mean, he was a huge NASCAR fan back then. That was his first yep. race and and that was what kicked it off basically. And you know, we've I think we've joked about Malcolm on this podcast a couple times and his newfound racing career and all that, but hey man, he's getting a chance to get to do it. Uh, good luck to him. I hope he does well. And hey man, it's more eyeballs on the sport even, you know. Yeah, I mean it's the same as uh not the same, but I mean, you know, he's got the means. He's not a He's raced cars. Right. So, yeah, he's not just I mean, jumping not into this in ride. He's not getting a cup ride right out of the bat. You know, he's running an ARCA race and he's yeah. been working his way up through late models and stuff. So, it's it's easy to laugh him off and I understand it. Um, and I think there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people who drive in the ARCA series who aren't qualified to right. drive in the ARCA series. <laughs> uh, but I think that. I think that, you know, that's the place if you're, you know, you've got the means to, to race there, then by all, by all means, go for it, you know? Yeah. Yep. I agree. I don't, I'm not going to say he doesn't belong there when, you know, there's lots of people who may not belong in, in such, you know, <laughs> in such, in such play. I mean, we've seen how, how many times we watch Arca and we get t- terrified of what we see yeah. out there. So uh, every time they get on a not, track that's bigger than a half mile. Oh my God. Yeah. So I, I'm actually kind of worried for Frankie, honestly. Yeah. And it's not even about him as much as it is everybody else. It's a freaking Arca series. Right. Uh, but hopefully, you know, hopefully the Arca series starts to get some momentum in the positive direction and, you know, all, all jokes aside, um, hopefully we'll see, uh, see the Arca series continue to grow. It's going to be kind of fun to keep an eye on Frankie yeah. throughout the season see how he's doing. We, we need that series to be healthy. It'll be better for everybody if that series is healthy. So hopefully it gets continues to get this injection of, you know, extra funding and, and extra drivers and extra teams uh, to keep it rolling because it, it's good to have around. It's good to have a feeder series. I mean, there's a place, there's got to be a place to go and learn on these big tracks. And if they're not doing it in the Arca series, guess what? They're doing it in the truck series. And if they're not doing it in the That's truck right. series, they're doing it in the Xfinity series. So let's... We have this series for that reason. It's perfect. Um, let's let them get the experience there. So, Yep, exactly. Uh, James, you broke this news to me. I was pretty excited. Old Chicagoland Speedway is coming back, isn't it? Roaring back to life with Super Motocross. It's kind yes. of your world's colliding, Eric. It I, is. That's why I reached out to you. I'm like, man, this is you. Yeah, I'm still... 
still struggling with this super motocross thing. I, I get it, um, but it's they're trying real hard to tie these two series together. But I mean, it's good for motocross and supercross in general that these two series have always kind of been together and separate at the same time, and now it's all part of one deal. But um, if you if you're not familiar, there's the supercross season which is usually 17 rounds of racing in stadiums. And uh, they race at Daytona in the Tri-Oval. And then the last couple of years, they race at Atlanta in the Tri-Oval as well. Um, and then they kick off. Then they, they've crowned a champion there, and they run an outdoor series on outdoor motocross tracks where they start 40 riders instead of 20. Um, and they do that throughout the summer. Um, and then previously, there was nothing in the fall. They, were, they used to do a special one-off race that was just kind of an exhibition-type thing. Um, but that went away with COVID. And then last year, um, FIM, which used to be partnered with Feld and, and Supercross, started its own Supercross series, World Supercross, to try and not compete, but kind of compete with this one. And so Supercross and Motocross combined uh, this year to create Super Motocross, which is two separate series that combine into one series, and they'll have three um, playoff races to finish the season out after the Motocross season. Uh, they will race at on a Supercross slash Motocross style track at uh, the Z-Max Dragway in Charlotte. Uh, they will run the second round at um, Chicago Land Speedway, and then the final round will be at a place near and dear to NASCAR's, NASCAR fans' hearts now after the clash. Uh, they will finish it out at the LA Coliseum with the championship round um, in the fall. So pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm going to... Add this to the list of things, James. But I'm I want to get down to Chicagoland. Um, I know how much you've been out. wanting to see Chicagoland come back. So yeah, well, my stepdad wants to get a plane ticket and go to L.A. to watch the race in the Coliseum. So we'll see oh, what dang. happens there. But holy smokes! If that happens, I won't go to Chicagoland. I'll just go to L.A. But yeah, Chicagoland but sh- probably going to be cheaper. <laughs> well, Chicagoland. I think the news for us on the NASCAR side, though, Chicagoland not dead yet. Yeah, not quite dead no. just yet. They are going to take out sections of the catch fence, though, to do this. So that worries me a little bit. Well, that's no big deal. Yeah. They can put that back up. Yeah. And I, I you know, and I think, too, uh, NASCAR, you know, if something ever happens with the Chicago street race, it's a it's a backup. Plan. I don't think this Chicago street race is a permanent thing. No, I think it's a maybe two year deal. Yeah. I, I, it's already got political trouble. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, if it goes out and is a big success this year, then maybe, but yeah, if it's not, if it, if it falls the way that, you know, the Nashville IndyCar race has done a couple of times, you know, that's, it's going to, it might cause some issues. It might not, yes. might, yeah. might be done before we, before we know it, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah this is, this is cool. And that, sh- that Charlotte dragway layout is pretty sick. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's all pretty cool. cool. It's so basically they're taking the two disciplines. They're trying the, the plan in the press release they talked about is they, they have a stadium section where you can sit in your seats and see most of the track. And then they have sections where you can basically, you know, line the fence along the track and watch it as well. Um, yeah. so it's going to be kind of a mix between supercross and motocross. Um, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. I see, I'm not a, the biggest motocross fan. Um, I like the supercross stuff, so I don't really pay attention during the summer very much. Yeah. Um. But this will definitely get my attention back in the fall. So we'll see. Yep. Heck yeah. But yeah, anytime there's something going on at Chicago Land Speedway, I'm excited about that. Yep. Uh, speaking of the LA Coliseum, James, we have a halftime performer or a break performer for the Bushlight Clash. Yes. Yeah. Wiz Wiz Khalifa is going to perform. Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. 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 Um. Interesting choice. I know for some NASCAR fans, but I love it, man. Yeah. 
I, I don't listen. I don't listen to Wiz Khalifa's music. I know the song from Fast and the Furious. Dude, I'm a big fan, sucker for the pain. Young, Wild are you, and Free. I listen to I listen are you, to Wiz Khalifa are you, all the time, man. He is. Are my, you being serious? Or no, you I am lying. I I literally have uh, Apple Music right now up, and I'm reading you. <laughs> <laughs> good deal. Good. <laughs> you almost had me going there for a second. No, I, you know, I, I will say that the first three songs that I clicked on, I've heard. Um, you know, Young, Wild and Free with Bruno Mars, definitely a song that I've heard. Um, yeah. What was the other one that I saw today that was like, oh yeah, I hear that. Oh, Payphone with Maroon yeah. Five. Um, yeah, I really well, actually I, love that song. So, but here's the thing: we we we're joking about this. Um, obviously, it's not our demo. You know, it's not our demo, right? We right. we like other types of music. That's totally fine, and I'm sure that's the way it is for most NASCAR people. However, we are bringing NASCAR to LA. Yep. Um, you got to LA it up. Yes, exactly. Hundred percent. So this is going to be interesting. It's going to be for the people in the stands. Yep. You know, and I think it'll be kind of cool to see. I don't know. That's a pretty popular, you know, probably pretty popular performer you yeah. know, on a national level. Yeah, so I'm, I'm it really that. is a big thing. Um, it, we can make fun of it all we want, but it's that's a huge well, deal. I um, love country music, but how many times can we have a country music singer sing at a, a NASCAR race? Right. My God. Yeah. I mean, th- we, we've done it. We've done it all. No, so, this is this is awesome. I mean, again, this is this Bushlight Clash is very similar to the Chicago Street Race. In that this is not a race for the typical NASCAR fan. You're not right. pulling it's a, a camper event. up to the L.A. Coliseum and camping <clears throat> in the parking lot to right. watch this race. It is a stadium race, different fan base. Yes, the us diehards will t- tune in as well. Yep. Um, but and, and there'll be something for us as well. Yep. Um, and maybe this halftime performance isn't. But, I'll, shoot, I'll listen to it. I'll enjoy it. It's fine. I'll check um, it out. It's no I different. Mean, I listened to Ice. I listened to Ice last year. Yeah. Ice Cube being, you know, and, I, and that's more of my, see, that's the thing. Like, I loved rap music back in the day, but right. I, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like I've aged out of it. So. I don't, I don't hate on any music. You know, I, I worked in top 40 radio for a little while, so I listened to everything. Yeah. Um, but I don't really, like I said, I, I say I don't listen to them. I don't seek them out, but obviously I know a bunch of his songs. I, because when I hear him, I go, oh yeah, I know that song. I mean, so. he's. He made me cry at the movies because yeah. of that dang song he did. With, <laughs> and I love those Fast and the Furious movies back yeah. in the day. So, dang it. No, this is a good thing, though. And, again, it's it's exposing NASCAR to a, to a new fan base. And, guys, you know, diehard NASCAR fan or not, if you want the sport to survive, we need new fans. So whatever can be done to bring new fans into the sport, whether it's racing in a, in a stadium, whether it's having rap singers perform during halftime of the race, whatever it takes, let's do it. You know, you know Eric – I don't know if, if people in this country realize this, uh, but you can have things both ways and not be offended by <laughs> right? it. You can enjoy the race and then leave the room and right. then come back if you're not interested in go, something on the screen. Go drink. My God. Yeah. Go grab a grab a pop or yes. a soda, as they say in L.A., and, yes. uh, and get yourself something to snack on. Maybe if you're at the Coliseum, you don't enjoy you, it, go use the bathroom and come back and watch some more racing. And you, and the best part about it is, is you don't have to piss and moan about it. Right. You can just let it be a thing. Yeah. Let let us piss and moan about everything. Right. <laughs> that's if, what, if you that's don't, what we're here for. If you don't want to listen to it when you're, if you're at the event, then just don't wear ear protection during the first half of the race and you'll be good. You won't that's hear right. it at all. You'll be totally fine. Exactly. <laughs> or go get a hot dog. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's that simple. 
I'm so. going to solve all the world's problems with that type of thinking right there. Right. See, James, this is, I'm going to, I, I am encouraging a new James this year. I want a non-hater James this year. Oh, that's tough. We're already starting. You're very positive here to start the season. I'm excited about this. I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. <laughs> Although I saw one of my favorite NASCAR drivers is, is following some people on Twitter and it made me bummed out oh, no. um, <laughs> recently. I won't, I won't right. say who, yeah. but I, I got sad. It's a whole thing. Yeah. So. I'm trying. I'm trying to unfollow as much people as possible on Twitter, and that, that, that might lead to might lead to me being sad for a little bit. But I'm okay right now. I'm there happy. Um, NASCAR has made some changes to uh, safety requirements. They are now requiring James a head sock or helmet skirt for drivers, underwear. I'm assuming that means fireproof uh, underwear. Thank God. Uh, and socks for NASCAR drivers. Previously, didn't have to wear socks. It was only recommended. So. Um, nice I, to see NASCAR know, getting uh, with the times here. Um, maybe they're going to start requiring helmets. Wasn't too. required. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's probably a good thing. Um, I, I didn't know underwear. I thought underwear was just required for everybody in everyday life. Right. Apparently not. Yeah. Generally, so. that is a good decision as to wear underwear. I try. I try a l- very hard not to go commando as yeah. much as possible. So. Right. Hopefully our NASCAR drivers are uh, uh, doing the same. Yeah. I mean, those fire suits. Can't... For safety purposes, for of, of course, for safety purposes. The fire suits can't be comfortable <laughs> when you're free balling, man. <laughs> <laughs> right? You said it. <sighs> you said it. <laughs> <sighs> With that, you know, before the season even starts, we're going to be taking off the air. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is you, you know, all of the reporters are tweeting this out and the picture on Twitter gets cropped. And it's all it says is underwear required, right. and it just makes me laugh when I see it. I'm like, I, of course, it's pretty funny. Yes. Now you don't they need skid marks. You well, know. well, <laughs> James, they did not specify it has to be clean underwear, though. So. That's right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these guys have wives. Yeah. A lot of these guys have wives. Probably get that done for them, but not all of them. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. And look at me. Look oh at me God. being chauvinistic. The guys can do laundry too. I do most of the laundry in my house. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the laundry. Well, laundry is my job. I've volunteered for that job in my house. Um, however, it still doesn't get done very well. Uh, <laughs> so. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't volunteer for that role in your house. Yeah, your house is a little different than my house. Yeah, well, my kids store all their. You've got hockey equipment. You've you've got hockey equipment to deal yeah. with, which has to which has to be uh, on the scale of stinkiest things in the world. Hockey equipment Definitely. has to be. Very high on the list. If like you top ten, if you look at things, you could possibly any picture of a of a hockey locker room. There's always a giant fan in there, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> it's got to be one of the. It's got to be. It's just got to be a god awful smell, dude. All you have it's to do is be sit terrible. behind the bench in a hockey game. I tell you what, you Eric. Let, let me let me ask you this. Yeah. The Shrine Circus is coming to the Tower Fence <laughs> Center, and it's probably gonna smell better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this weekend. Than when the spirit are playing. Yeah, probably. That's true. Oh man, very true. <laughs> Can't even deny it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nope. No, it's. Hey, it's I awful. played football. I played football in high school, and 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 that has got to be about the same, and especially during summer two days when you're not washing anything. Yeah, it's, they. Uh, oh my god. I read an article once. Um, I think it was in like Sports Illustrated. It was one of the reporters describing what a locker hockey locker room smelled like. And he said something along the lines of, if you wanted to duplicate the smell, you take like a boiling bucket of water and dump in like several bags of Doritos and just let them soak 
and stink up like and it's like yeah you know i could see that <laughs> oh my god oh my god yeah it's it's awful it's awful but my my kids tend to uh store their dirty laundry everywhere but where the la- dirty laundry is supposed to go so i always get like i'll get caught up with laundry and it's like oh sweet we're done and then they dump everything down the laundry chute and there's six loads worth of laundry it's lovely oh my god lovely oh my god so on that I note can only imagine. i'm gonna have to deal with ballet so yeah, right i'm good we're, I'm we're good out so of nascar far. news now so we're talking about laundry guys well we we missed one i forgot to what, put did, we the notes. what did we miss well you forgot a lot of stuff of, in the well, notes, speak- james well, we forgot that the Hall of Fame's on Friday. Yes, that's um, right. Shame on me. But, uh, yeah, Matt Kenseth's going in, Kirk Shelmerdine, and, oh, James, I knew it off the top of my head. I tried to be fast and go off the top of my head. I don't remember, so. It is. Wow, Some professionals. Where are you, are. Hall of Fame? Yeah, professionals. <laughs> my God, where is the Hall of Fame link? I had it, and now I lost it. Oh, my God. Now it's getting way too long. But anyway, Matt Kenseth, Kirk Shelmerdine, and where's the list? Oh, my gosh. I literally have the page up. <laughs> well, let me filibuster. So Matt Kenseth obviously um, won over almost 40 races in the Cup Series. He's a champion. Um, God, doesn't seem like he stepped away that long ago. And Kirk Shelmerdine, um, <laughs> Dale Hart's crew chief, also a racer in his own right. So... Uh, Herschel McGriff, thank God, I figured it out. There it is, Herschel. Yeah, McGriff. The the thing, Jeez. the article I found was the before the vote. So oh, stupid. I'm so embarrassed. That's <laughs> pretty rough. I yeah, like I said, I didn't. I it was I on the tip of my either. tongue the whole time. See if you had if you had in the show notes, you could have prepared. Well, I remembered after I <laughs> yeah, I remember a lot of things after I. But um, Herschel McGriff, four wins in the Cup Series all t- all time. Interesting. He's an interesting addition. Yeah. Um. More of a lifetime achievement addition, I think. He's the he's the legend, right? The uh, I I know there's tiers for the Hall of Fame now, and Matt Kenseth is our um he's our recent you know recent one. Then we've got Kirk Shelmerdine on the crew chief side, uh, and then Herschel. So right. I think Herschel gets in as one of the pioneers of NASCAR. I mean, he was there from the beginning. So yeah. But yeah, very cool. So, so yeah, that's this weekend. Yeah, Friday. Um, on that note too, we have the clash coming up in a couple of weeks. So our our broadcasting plan, I guess you could call it. Uh, we're going to take next week off, and then we will be back uh, with a new podcast the following week, uh, previewing the uh, twenty twenty three uh, clash at the Coliseum, Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum. Uh, that will be our season premiere of the podcast. So we'll have some new podcast art, guys, and uh, we need your help. Cause we have some options. Um, got some pictures that I took uh, during my North Carolina, South Carolina trip. Uh, we got three covers. I'll put all three of their up, up the, of them up there. I think there's really two uh, to choose from, but we have a picture of the front stretch Darlington after the Southern 500. Uh, we have a picture of the mural or the, the NASCAR Winston cup signage uh, at North Wilkesboro as an option. And we have the, uh, um, we have a, a shot of North Wilkesboro with the sunset in the background and the late models on pit road. Um, so those are options, uh, for the, for the podcast cover. I'm going to throw them on Twitter, let you guys 
uh, hit me back and let me know um, what you think uh, should be chosen. I'll put it on Twitter and Facebook. So uh, the Super Speedway on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Super Speedway, uh, T Super Speedway on Twitter. Uh, we both place. I'm sure James will share it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can get you guys' opinions and you guys can help choose the podcast cover for this season because um, we like them all. <laughs> we like, yeah. Especially the first two I really like. So, but, uh, but it's you guys' podcast. So I want you guys to choose. So help us out. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I, I, we both, you know, I said to you, I, it's a two way tie for me. Yeah. It's the, it's the Winston cup mural or Darlington. Yeah. And any other year that Darlington one's a no brainer, but that dang North Wilkesboro. Well, and mural the fact that they're going to keep it too is like, that's yeah. even more reason to have it. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. I mean, it's not as pretty. It's certainly not as pretty as the Darlington one. The Darlington one looks beautiful. But, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's tough, tough choice. Yes, so help yeah. us out. We, we yeah, appreciate we're it. Gonna, we're going to need it. We want, we want help this time. It's, it's too close to call. We can't decide ourselves. So just another way for us to get some, you know, get some engagement with, uh, with our listeners, which is always surprises me how many people listen. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, me too. Um, also James will be working out the kinks. I assume for the, uh, the fantasy league uh, again oh, prior to the Daytona 500. That's a few weeks away yet. Strutting into the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to listen to James Bragg all season. So no, no, please it's guys my... resign uh, if you haven't joined before. Join this year, uh, participate so you guys can knock James off his pedestal because I That's can't. Right. I suck at who, fantasy. Who wants a shot at the champ? That's right. Yep. No, I uh, I like I said last year, I got my I got one. So like much like Matt Kenseth, I'm a lock for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you say um, that though until you get a lead, and then you're gonna I be all uh, in again. Boy, it, I tell you, last year I don't know what's worse: trying to chase down Ranger or trying to hold <laughs> off, uh, hold off the field like I did last year. That was pretty brutal. I think if we had if we had one more week in the season last year, I'm I'm not uh, I'm definitely not the champion. It, it got. I limped to the finish line last year, but had had enough of a cushion to get through. So, whew. Yeah, not looking forward to starting that up again, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, I know. Uh, I, I'm not looking forward to stressing out more than I absolutely have to for something right. that I don't that's care right. about, but yeah. I do so much. I know. Gosh darn it. <sighs> if, we, if we keep doing it until I win a championship, we'll be doing it for the rest of our lives. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, anything else, James? Anything else you want to talk about before we head on out of here for another week? Um, yeah, I did one thing. Uh, yeah. I saw that our buddy Baron had put his oh, racetracks yeah. back up for sale, and uh, I got mine, and it is just awesome. That's it's awesome. It's just awesome. I love it. That's very My cool. girls have been playing with it. Mostly my youngest. My youngest is actually into cars a little bit, so I'm trying to foster that. Yeah, definitely. Um, but she doesn't play with uh, she doesn't play with it the way I would. Um, <laughs> it's usually just you know. Uh, but it's fun. I, I posted on Instagram just to you know share that I had gotten one and uh, how cool it is. And and I hope that people who like this podcast, if you have little kids um, who are into cars like you and I were when we were kids, um, it's a it's a cool thing. And uh, I just wanted to support to support him. He supports us, so yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but it was it was cool. He he sent it out and. It was all, yeah, it was all Venmo and it was real easy and I don't know. It was cool. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, I keep it. I, I caught myself telling my two-year-old, you got to be a little more gentle. <laughs> and I'm like, she's she's two. She doesn't understand. <laughs> um, but I got a couple of my old die casts out and I was like, yeah, I'll play nice. with you. And I, you know, yeah. So it was kind of cool daddy-daughter time. But I, uh, I it, need to get Eric, one of those. 
Yeah, it's it's what we had imagined we would have when we were kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like exactly what we what we always wanted. So well, I had to do it. We've we've to. already worn Baron and he he listens to podcasts, so he'll hear this again that um we are yep. we're gonna raid his place uh when we head out to um uh, head out to Berlin for the for the SRX race. So we're gonna definitely oh, yeah. have to check out Baron Speedway in person, so We'll yep, be all that's over on my, it. That's on my to-do list as well. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Uh, James, where can people find you on social media if they want to hit you up before the season starts? It's still at, <laughs> at James Cush on Twitter for now. Yeah. So let's uh, keep that going. I'm at Speedway on Twitter. Uh, you can only use the actual Twitter clients to get there anymore, though, because all the third-party clients have been destroyed. Uh, so, yeah. Thank, thank you, Elon. Uh, meanwhile, Facebook, you can find us Facebook.com slash Speedway. Our website is thesuperspeedway.com. You can find old episodes of the podcast, show notes, links to articles we discussed, past race coverage, photos, and much, much more. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Uh, wherever you found us today, we hope you subscribe and continue to listen. Uh, like I said, taking a week off, uh, we'll be back in two weeks to preview the Bushlight Clash and then probably just rolling from there as the season rolls on, uh, heading into Daytona and, and, and beyond. So, Uh, Looking forward to the 2023 NASCAR season and getting things up and rolling and ready to go racing. Uh, Until then, everybody, we'll talk to you in two weeks. Let's go racing. (laughs) 